Welcome to That Smart Hustle, a podcast dedicated to the importance of creating your truth, realizing your own self-worth, loving who you are and the journey you're on, all while planning for the future, but still being present in the now. I'm your host, Kristen Martin. You may know me from my YouTube channel, where I post writing advice videos and day-in-the-life vlogs, or perhaps you've delved into my fictitious worlds by reading one of my young adult books, or maybe we're meeting for the first time. If the latter is the case, then hello and welcome. There's plenty of space here for everyone from all walks of life, whether you're lost and can't seem to find your way, or you think you're on the right path, or you're just starting out and have no idea where to begin. It's all about empowering yourself to be the kind of person you want to be and to pursue the lifestyle you want to live. So let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to That Smart Hustle Podcast and welcome to episode 33. So I'm currently sitting here in my home office. I have about an hour until I need to leave to head to the airport. I'm actually going to Arizona this weekend for a bridal shower and to see my family. But last night I was sitting in bed and I had a lot of thoughts for a podcast that I wanted to to record, but I was feeling so exhausted last night. I was just so tired that I didn't have it in me to pull out the microphone and start recording it. So I woke up this morning feeling refreshed and energized. I woke up an extra 30 minutes early so that way I would have time to record this episode for you, but I'm not exactly sure when it's going to be posted because again, I don't know how long it's going to take me to record it and then upload it. So it may be today, it may be over the weekend, we shall see. But last night I was really thinking about a topic that's been on my mind, ooh, probably for the past three weeks. And that is when we tend to get into our own heads and when this happens, how we can get out of our own heads. So what I mean by this is, have you just ever been in a situation or kind of a a time frame in your life where you feel like you're just overthinking and overcomplicating everything, or there's a certain situation that you just cannot get off your mind. It's just something that is constantly in your head. You're always thinking about it. And so you end up overthinking it, overcomplicating it. You kind of get in your own way and almost create your own roadblocks that didn't exist before and wouldn't have existed if you had just taken a step back to let the situation unfold naturally as it's probably going to anyway. So personally for me, I have gotten in my own way more times (laughs) than I can count when it comes to relationships, when it comes to promotions, friendships, and even building my author platform. So I wanted to provide an example of a time when I was first starting out with my author platform and how I really kind of got into my own head and sort of missed an opportunity or almost missed an opportunity that was staring me right in the face because I was overthinking things and just overcomplicating my situation. So not too many people know this, but before I started my YouTube channel in March of 2015, I was actually a blogger. I had a blog where I would post writing advice articles and reference articles. And I would also just blog about some other stuff, but I did this for about two years and eventually, you know, that blog is no longer available to view anymore. It's been taken down. But at the time, what I found was that there were so many people out there who were blogging specifically when it came to writing, you know, providing examples that way through the written word. And I really thought this was a good way for me to showcase my knowledge and my thoughts when it came to the writing process, as well as publishing and marketing. So for two years, I I was doing the thing where I was 
writing my reference articles, but I found that my audience growth was just very minimal. I just wasn't seeing the results that I wanted. And especially if you've been at something consistently for two years, you can kind of start to assume that I was getting a little bit restless. I was getting a little frustrated because my growth, like when I'm talking minimal, I'm talking maybe 2% growth over two years. It's just not what I had imagined, especially for the amount of effort and work that was going into my blog. So, you know, it takes a lot of time for YouTube. It takes a lot of time to write the script and to record it, to edit it and upload it. But with writing a blog, it takes a lot of time to write it and then also to make sure that you have, you know, the right images and all that kind of stuff. So both of them take a lot of work. Well, let's just put it that way. But with blogging, I found that that specific kind of work wasn't truly lighting me up. For me, it felt like actual work. Like I didn't really enjoy sitting down to write my articles. So I kind of went along this detrimental path for a couple of years doing something that really didn't light me up and something that I really didn't enjoy. And the one thing I've learned is that when you do marketing, your marketing for your brand or for your business should not feel like work. It should be something that you enjoy doing. And if it's something that you truly enjoy doing, then of course you're gonna look forward to it and it's not going to feel like work. So I found that with blogging, it's just, it's interesting because I'm a writer, right? So you would think I would like the blogging aspect of things because I like to write. But what I found was that I didn't enjoy writing reference articles. I enjoy writing stories. So because I was in my head and in my own way for so many years trying to make blogging work when it clearly was not working for me, I sort of missed the opportunity because YouTube had kind of come into my head every once in a while. I kept pushing the idea away. I just kept pushing it away. I was like, no, I was like, I don't think that's really for me. And how would I even make that work? You know, I don't even know how to edit videos and you know, I don't, I don't even know how to get started. So the fear of starting was keeping me from really kind of going after that opportunity, but also being in my own head so much about making blogging work. So there were a few steps that I did take to in order to get out of my own head. And I wish I had taken these steps earlier, but of course, as you're, you know, as you're growing in your business, you learn new things about yourself and the way that you <laughs> behave and act every single day. So I want to give you three steps that I take when I'm starting to kind of spiral in my own head and I can't seem to get out of my head. So the first is to take a step back and look at your situation from an outsider's perspective. I have found if I'm able to take a deep breath or a couple of deep breaths and take a step back, I can gain so much clarity. And when I say take a step back, this can be really hard to do because you've had this thought in your head. So I found that journaling can really help if you just journal out your feelings, going for a walk, you know, just kind of shifting your environment a little bit, changing things up, going for a walk, taking your pets outside, you know, go play with your kids or just kind of remove yourself from maybe the environment or the atmosphere where you're constantly thinking about whatever this thing is. And again, I know this can be really hard to do, but it's all about shifting your mindset from whatever you're thinking about, whether it's past or future thinking and really focusing on the present moment. And then when you're in the present moment, after you've kind of enjoyed yourself and again, taken a step back, then you can really look at your situation from an outsider's perspective and that can really help you to gain clarity. It's something that I didn't do early enough and I wish I had where I could take a step back saying, okay, it's been X amount of months and this is the kind of growth you're seeing. You're not enjoying blogging any more than you did you know, six months ago. 
So why do you continue to do it? There has to be another way. So of course there may be days or situations where that first step isn't going to really work and it's not really going to provide as much clarity as you would have hoped for. So if step one's not working for you and you still find that you're still too much in your own head, then the second thing I do is to confide in someone that I trust. I found that the worst possible thing that you can do when you're having a problem is to just internalize it because the more you internalize, the more you allow your ego and your mind to just sit there and (laughs) go through the thought over and over and over again. And then you start creating more fear-based stories, more self-limiting beliefs, more doubts. So confiding in someone that you trust who will be unbiased and who'll be supportive and be kind of that that rock for you and that person who listens when you really need it, that is a great way to make sure you get these feelings off of your chest in a safe space where you're not going to be judged, you're not going to be attacked for it, and you're not going to be criticized for it. And the third step really does relate to the first one in taking a step back, but the third step is to give yourself the grace to actually take a break. Give yourself the grace to stop thinking about it. So I found a lot of the times when we're really in our own heads, it's because we're trying to control an outcome and that we may be actually subconsciously blocking other opportunities from reaching us. So for my example, for blogging, I was trying so hard to make something work. I had this outcome, this expectation, you know, that I envisioned in my head for what my author platform would look like and how it was going to grow if I continue to blog, because, you know, you see other people blogging. And again, this goes into comparison is the thief of joy, but you see other people blogging or doing what you want to do and you see them having success with it. And so sometimes you can start to compare yourself, which again is a dangerous, a dangerous trap to get into, but we're human. And I think we all do this, but what we have to realize is that every person's path is going to be different. And just because something works for one person doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to work for you. And I've talked about this in previous podcast episodes, just about how we need to stop trying to control the outcome, stop trying to really control the situation and step back from it and let things unfold naturally. I'm a very impatient person, so I know how difficult this can be for fellow people who are impatient and just want things to happen right now. But my mom said something really profound the other day as I was confiding in her about all of this. And she said, Kristen, she's like, you don't want all of this, all of this that you're, that you're hoping for and dreaming for and aiming for. You don't want all of it to happen right now, this instant. And she said, where's the fun in that? There isn't any because it's about the journey, not the destination. And that's something that I do talk about a lot in my podcast episodes and in my vlogs is that it is about the journey and being present in the moment. But again, when you're in your own head so much and you're trying to make certain things work in your life or you're expecting a certain outcome, it's really easy to lose sight of just enjoying the process and enjoying the journey and being able to look at how far you've come and how far you're going to go. So there's a sort of equation or formula that I've come up with that really helps me to I guess to get out of my own head when I'm I'm overthinking and overcomplicating things. And that formula is M plus S equals A. And it stands for minimalize plus simplify equals attraction. So I have found that when you are able to minimalize your mindset, meaning you declutter your thoughts and you're able to take a step back from it, and simplify those thoughts into positive thoughts. So removing the fear, the fear, the doubt, the self-limiting beliefs, 
then that equals attraction. It's attraction for unexpected opportunities and good things to flow into your life. You're going to allow these things to come to you. You're going to be a magnet for them. But just like a room or a closet, if it's really cluttered, there's no space for anything new to come in there. And if you have old lingering stuff or old clothes or things that don't bring you joy anymore, aka negative thoughts, then you can't possibly expect for new things to come into the room or to come into your life. So that's kind of the analogy that I use is when things are really cluttered and you have stuff in there that's old or lingering or that doesn't bring you joy anymore, you simply cannot allow space for the new. And we must always, always allow space for new things to find us and for new opportunities to come to us. So if you find yourself asking if you're doing enough, if you could be doing more, Just remember that it's good to continue to grow and to be a forever student and to want to learn, but you also have to have faith in the unseen. So again, I'm talking to all my impatient people out there, but you have to realize that the effort that you're putting in will be rewarded in time. Everything takes time. So things may not be happening exactly in the timetable that you had hoped, but just have that that faith in the unseen and the unknown. Have that faith that you're putting in the effort, you're showing up every day, that things will happen for you the way you envision them. It's the how that's going to be different. The how is up to the universe. The universe is going to figure out your how. You don't have to figure that out. You just have to have that vision in front of you. So that is all that I have for you guys today for this podcast episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, it would help me out so much if you would leave a rating and a review on iTunes. And other than that, I will chat with you in the next episode. Cheers. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything. For more beyond this podcast, including information on my YouTube channel and webinars, visit me at thatsmarthustle.com. And for daily inspiration and writing advice, come hang out with me on Instagram at author Kristen Martin. I'll talk with you all again very soon. Cheers.